0: in his name wherever you are right now you ought to bless his name you are you ought to lift your hands and just tell him i will trust in you i i will trust in you i will trust in you God, i'll trust you i'll i'll trust you i I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I see you, Sister Roberta. That's right, Minister. I'll trust you, God. I'll trust you. I'll trust you, even when I can't see what you're doing. I'll trust you, even when I'm going through what I'm going through. I'll trust you, even when I don't know how you're gonna work it out. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I got a little Somebody going to confess it, confess it, confess it, confess your trust in Him. Confess it. I see you, Deacon. confess your trust in Him. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I see you, doing, Brother James. I see you. Confess your trust in Him. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Confess your trust in Him. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I feel a worship in here. I feel a worship in here. I feel a worship in here. I feel a worship. I feel worship. Yeah, 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 I see you, Brother Campbell. Yes, huh? I see you in his air I will trust you. I'll trust you yeah, 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 yeah. glory, all glory, all glory. If you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube right now, go on, put it in the chat. Go ahead and tell them I'm going to trust in Him. Go on and put it in the chat. I, I, I can see you from right here. We're we interacting just like we, if we were in church. Go on and tell them, I'll I trust you, God. I'll I trust in him. I, I'm not giving up. trust you, When my soul... You need to confess to somebody. Tell them, I'm not giving up. I will trust in him. I will trust in you. I trust you, Jesus. I yeah yeah Jesus. For my joy. Trust you, trust you, trust I you, trust you. Jesus. I trust you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust you, Jesus. I put my trust in you, love Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. it's all right, I, go ahead and scream, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, and, go ahead and scream, I trust, you, Jesus. I trust you, I trust you, go ahead, go ahead, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I got nobody else to turn to. That's it, that's it. I'm not giving up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. You made a way the I bless you, dear. I see you, Brother Campbell. Come on, come on, yeah. I trust come, on, you come on, come on, come on to the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust you. Oh When I don't have a friend to call, I trust in you, Jesus. I'm trusting you, Lord. Father, we just bless your name, we trust you, and I want you to, Lord, just have your way, every home, make every home a sanctuary, make every seat an altar, make every driveway, if they're sitting there in their car, make make it church right now. And God, make your presence known even to those that are not accustomed to feeling you in the indwelling. I thank you for making your presence known to them today. That their trust is not misplaced if it's in the Lord. So have your way. In Jesus' name, speak afresh in this place. Amen. I'm gonna take a couple minutes this morning and I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna be long, but I'm gonna talk to you. In the next 15 minutes, that's what I'm gonna use. I'm gonna try and still close at our consistent time, but. I wanna take a few minutes. You, we've been reading this scripture in Acts 27. Anybody coming into the series late, pick up the other two parts. Um, you need to hear this word. I, I, and this is the third of the series called, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. This Wow. I looked yesterday. <clears throat> the capital is locked down. Um, there are more uh, armed troops on the ground in D.C. than there are in Iran and Afghanistan combined. I looked around <clears throat> and we are in a state where Every capital all over the country has been given a warning from the FBI to be on the lookout because dangerous insurrectionists, homegrown terrorists may try to protest at your capital. I look around and sickness is rampant as California had just reached one million people COVID-19 positive. Our own area here in Southeastern Connecticut is in the red. At least three of our members, two of whom are still in the hospital right now, to my knowledge, Deaconess Teresa and Brother Jamal, Minister Debose is at home, pastors in our area who are sick, we, we, we're in the midst of a global pandemic. And at the same time, we're in the midst of an economic crisis. People are in food lines. And I thank God for the members of Shiloh and all of the workers around here in our ministry and in the Development Corporation over there on the other side. Our, our, our wonderful executive director, Lady Watts, has done a great job pulling the team together. And and between her and Brittany and, and, and Deacon Medina, and, and you, Sister Sylvia's sitting over here, Deacon, we, we've got saints who've been out there. Deacon Carter and all of the Deacons have been driving and picking up food and bringing it back here. We, we, we were prepared this last week for the families that had called in or had uh, put in there that they needed help online through our, our our program. And so Brittany was holding it down. She, she had everything all set. She had all the bags made. She was all ready to go out there. But when she went out to begin to help the first families that were coming in, the parking lot was overwhelmed because neighbors in our area who are also struggling, heard that there was food, and they begin to share with others who were struggling, and they overwhelmed a lot because the need is so great. Food lines. Someone said to me we, we during the summer when we were doing the huge food lines and they were looking at the fancy cars coming through, and they were like, well, I can't believe you need food with that beautiful car. And I and I said to them, you, you really, that, that car should be a sign to you of how bad it is, because just a couple of months earlier, they were gainfully employed, paying their bills, beautiful places to live in, and now because of the economic downturn, that's person who was living a middle class lifestyle is now struggling to where they need help with food it is not an indictment against them it's an indictment against the struggle we're going through something and as if that weren't bad enough we still have the normal wow sicknesses and ailments. Sister Roberta James called about her mother who has suffered a stroke. Brother Denny, all the way in Michigan now, who was a former trustee chair of our church, had a stroke. These are sicknesses and ailments, and they're part of the fabric of our lives. Heart ailments and heart disease, and high blood pressure, and kidney disease. And those things are still a part of the fabric of our lives, and now hospitals have fewer beds to treat the normal ailments because of the crisis. We are struggling as a nation. And I came to lift up this text one more time, because this text is a text of terror and triumph. Terror and triumph. Terror in that they experience the dark night in the midst of a storm. Terror in that they go through a storm that is so bad, it breaks up the ship that they're riding on. Terror in that the darkness of the storm comes in so that they cannot tell the night from day. Terror in that when they realize what they're going through, all they can wish for is to survive in the midst of the storm. So they lower four anchors, as you heard this morning, into the water to ride the storm out. They tried to anchor in the storm terror and triumph because not only do they go through the terror but at some point they get to the triumph of surviving and of being made whole again yeah there's something going on and so i want to deal with this in the next couple of minutes, because I, I realized, I, I discovered some things when I was reading this text that I thought might bless you because I discovered that there are at least, and there are many more, but there are three non-negotiables to getting through the storms of life. Three non-negotiables. Three non-negotiables. These relate to any storm, anywhere, any terror, any tragedy. Three non-negotiables. They are are essential. Three non-negotiables. Three non-negotiables. And and, and I I say that because they're the three things I want you to hang your hat on and hold on to when I finish my message this morning because I believe they're the things that are going to help you get through. The first of which is simply this. Perseverance and patience in the darkness is not optional. Perseverance and patience in the darkness is not optional. Now that that, that that's an important one. You, you, you have to understand here that, that, that darkness is a metaphor for, for troubles and trials and, and tempests. It's a metaphor for the terror of existence. That that, that that darkness is a metaphor. So I'm metaphorically raising the word darkness, which is what they were in physically. I'm metaphorically raising it up to all of the trials that we may experience. And I'm telling you now that perseverance and patience is not optional. You have to have it. It must be done. It must be a part of who you are. You've got you've to, got to preserve in the midst of it, you've got to remain patient. You've got to hold on. I don't care how rough it is. You've got to say to yourself, as the song this morning's is glorious saying, "I will trust in you." Because I want to tell you. This is true. I don't care how long you have been saved. I don't care if you've been saved eight days or 80 days. If you're eight or 80, this is gonna be true for you. I don't care if you are tongue talking, Holy Ghost walking, Bible toting, paper, Bible saved, individual baptized in the mighty burning fire, went down on the third day, jumped up, and came out running and shouting. It's consistent for all of us. Persistent darkness can generate hopelessness. I don't care how saved you are. Persistent darkness can generate hopelessness. I'm preaching in here already. Listen, you, the longer you stay in the dark, the more hopeless you can become. Uh, I, I know people who live in climates where it becomes overcast in the fall and does not become clear again until the spring and they end up with what is known as seasonal affective disorder because the overcastness of the darkness of the sky will put them in a funk and in a place. There's nothing really physically wrong with them, but but the overcastness of the sky just seems to weigh on them as though the clouds themselves were hanging into their room and in their bed and hugging them at night, and they could feel the mystery of the darkness even though it was not violating their space. They felt it on the inside of their soul. You have to know something. Persistent darkness can make you want to become hopeless. Look at the text, lest you think I grabbed this from my own stuff. Verse 20 says, Now when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest beat on us. Notice he said sun nor stars, which means you 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 can tell it's night because I can look up and see the stars. You could tell it's day because I could see the sun. But they're experiencing now something that doesn't let them see the sun nor see the moon. They can't see the sun nor any star in the celestial sky. He says, look, it had been, and no small tempest have beat on us. We've been beaten down by the rain. He said, all hope that we would be saved was finally given up. Let me tell you something. You have to realize, I, I, I love, this, I love this, this, this text, and I love the way God allows the transparency, even of the, of the author to stick through the text, because the text is possibly written and more than likely written by Luke. And, and Luke, the physician who was a writer and scribe and wrote many of the parts of the Bible, including the book of Luke, in this part of Acts, Luke is writing to Theophilus and he's sharing this story about this, and he's with him on this journey. And now watch this. When he writes this, and you look at it, the hero in the story remains Paul. Paul remains hopeful. Paul keeps talking because Paul is in constant contact with God and with the angels. Paul's in constant contact with the ministry spirit. And so every time Paul was about to get depressed, the Holy Ghost came over and picked him back up again. But Luke wasn't experiencing that exact same thing. He was just watching. And sometimes you could be there in the midst of a thing and not be receiving it yourself and what he said was his truth he said look all hope that we would be saved was finally given up he said i felt like it was over and somebody listen to me right now you you listening, and you believe what God is saying to you. But at the same time, you have been through so much, you're about to give up on hope. You're about to get that spirit in you that says, I, I just don't see how God can fix it. It's on going on too long. There have been too many days and too many nights. My days and my nights are starting to roll together, and I can't tell. Monday from Sunday, and I'm just getting up. I'm just going through so much. I'm ready to give up. I'm almost feeling hopeless, and I can't to witness to your spirit that you must persevere in the midst of this darkness and you must be patient and know that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, that God will renew you and restore you and refresh you. You must persevere and remain patient while holding on to your hope. Oh, you got to, you got to persevere. It's not easy, it's not easy. Yeah, the, the Amplified version says, says, says it this way. He said, being saved was, was growing worse and worse and gradually it was abandoned. We, we, we didn't even think we could be saved. We, we, just, we just finally gave up on being saved. But I want to tell you again, you must persevere and remain patient while holding on to your hope. I've I, 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 I sensed something here. Let me, let, me, let me work this a little more. You, you know, you must have what President Barack Hussein Obama called the audacity of hope. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. You, you've got to have the audacity of hope. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, I'm not giving up. I, I'm, I'm just crazy enough to believe that the God I serve is still able. I, I, I'm, I'm not giving up, I just, I just happen to believe. I know what the doctor said, I'm still not giving up. I know what the Lord said, I'm still not giving up. I know what it looks like, but I'm still not giving up. I see it burning, but I'm still believing. Out of the ashes, like the phoenix, it'll rise again. I'm still not giving up. I have the audacity of hope. I'm bold enough to believe in spite of. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Glory. Ah, I, got, I feel like preaching today, y'all. I feel like preaching a little bit. But, but then number two, this is important. This is going to mess with somebody right now. I'm about to bless your bones right here. Understand this. Number two, preserving people in danger is not optional. It must be done. Preserving people in danger is not optional. It must be done. You, you know, you know, sometimes... Folk will get on your last nerve. Maybe y'all don't know anybody like that, but folk will get on your last nerve, and you'll want to throw in the towel on them. And say, "All right, if that's how you feel, you can get the stepping. Uh, you, you, you can, uh huh. You, you can, you can. Uh, that door, the door. Uh, 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 don't let the door knock where the good God. Y'all fill in them blanks, y'all, y'all." I know your mamas was like my mama. Listen, listen. Preserving people in danger is not optional. Let me help you here. I, I want to bless somebody right now. You about ready? You just sick and tired of this individual. You are sick and tired of these folk. They done got on your last nerve. Before you give up on them, I want to give you this word. Don't give up on people, even if they give up on you. Ooh, I'm preaching up in here. Don't give up on people even if they give up on you oh good god almighty. oh it's easier to give up it's easier to kick them to the curve it's easier to say i can do bad all by myself It. Yes, <laughs> wait a minute bishop you better give me some scripture for that because you about to bother my nerves thank you so much I'm trying to, can can I give you another word? Watch this, God loves people. There are times you have to help people help themselves. Uh, God loves people. I know, I know, I know that's hard to deal with, but God still loves people. And there are times you got to help people Help themselves. Now y'all, I know y'all looking at me say, Reverend, where is that in Yonder's Bible? Thank you very much. I'm glad you asked because I'm still preaching in here today and I'm preaching word. Go to Acts chapter 27 verse 30 and 31 and watch what happens. And the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship when they had let down the skiff, uh, that, that's that little rowboat on the side, into the sea under the pretense of putting out anchors from the prow, So they were getting ready to abandon the ship and leave them re- the rest of them on board. Now, now notice, but Paul said to the centurion and the soldier, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. <sighs> Let me help you here. You have to understand something there are times when you can't give up on folk even if they've given up on you and you need to help them to save their life because a part of your purpose and mission in saving their life will also save your life because see there are some people God has assigned us to to preserve, and in helping them, we really help ourselves. <laughs> Preach up in here once. But I've got to realize something, that even when I help you, you need to understand something, some stuff may need to be cut off in order to save lives. <laughs> I know y'all, 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 y'all stay with me. I feel like preaching today. We're going somewhere. Some stuff may need to be cut off in order to save lives. Let me put it another way. I got to give it to you one more guess Some stuff needs to be let go of to keep people safe from themselves. Y'all wonder, Reverend, where'd you get that from? It's in the Bible. Verse 32, then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the skiff, and let it drift off y'all missed it in other words the boat that they were trying to get in the soldiers cut it away said i'll take the temptation away from you to try to get off this boat and i'll cut that which you were holding on to away so you won't be tempted to jump off again y'all missed it went over your head in other words there are times when you've got to cut some stuff off from some people to keep the temptation out of their way because they can't control themselves you got to help them to get under control and you got to realize that you can't just give up on them because life is too important and their life is important and your life in their life is important and God is commanding you to help save their life this is this is something. this is scripture y'all i got to get out of here i'm really out of time y'all but but let me can, can i help somebody right here let me help you here you need to realize that god didn't give up on you when you messed up don't you give up on them you haven't always been perfect you haven't always made the best decisions you haven't always done the right thing you haven't dotted every I and crossed every T you've made some mistakes in your life and so have they and if God is willing to overlook some stuff to help save them then you need to help yourself to helping God do what God wants to get done okay I'm almost done last point and I'm done Last point. Here, 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 here. Can, can can I can I give you this one more? You have to get this. Personal participation in deliverance is not optional. It must be done. Whew. I got it. I got it. I'm closing with this. My time is up. I know I'm out of time. And as y'all can tell, I ain't out of word. Maquita, I'm trying to say this thing. Listen, I'm going here. Sister Dolores, watch this now. You've you got to realize that personal participation in deliverance is not optional. You've got something to do. I see you, Sister Smith. Listen, you've got something to do. You, you, there's something that you have to help with. I'm sick and tired of folk thinking that God is going to do everything for you. You need to bust that spirit of magical thinking that God's going to come down and fix every situation you're in. When God has blessed you and has given you wisdom and has given you what to do, there's some stuff you have to do in order to move to where God wants you to move. If you want this next deliverance, you're gonna have to work for yourself. You have to be a part of your own blessing. You have to participate in the answer to your own prayer. Let me say it again, you must be willing to participate in the answer to your own prayer. Come here, Reverend. What are we going to do? He said, now, verse 43 says, but the centurion wanted to save Paul, kept them from their purpose. They were getting ready to kill folk. And he commanded that those who could swim should jump overboard and first get to land. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it was that they all escaped safely to land Watch this, y'all. At some point, you gonna have to get out the ship and jump in the water. At some point, you gonna have to go ahead and get a little wet and maybe even a little muddy. At some point, you gonna have to either learn how to swim or learn how to float on a plank. But either way it goes, you got to get in the water. Ain't nobody dragging you in. You got to fight your way in yourself. Ain't nobody carrying you. We got a plank for you to hold on to and you can make it. You quit acting like you don't have no power. You quit acting like you can't do anything. God will make a way and will give a provision. And when he gives a provision, you've got to do your part. And if you do your part, the Lord will hold you up. If you do your part, the Lord will make you float. If you do your part, the Lord will save your life. If you do your part, the. will see you through but you have to do your part you need to participate in the answer to your own prayer come in Martin if you want to bless the world with civil rights you gotta start walking you gotta leave Selma and get to Montgomery you gotta go over into Chicago you gotta get to Memphis and help with the people if you want to save folks you got to do something Because if you don't do anything, nothing's going to happen. But if you step out, God will step out with you. It will be all right. Come on, praise Him. I got to get out of here, y'all. you got to step out. you got to jump out. Sometime in deep water, you got to jump out. And you may not be a good swimmer, but you can be a good board holder. And just hang on in there. Hang on in there. Tell somebody, hang on in there. 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 I gotta go, y'all. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord, but I dare you to praise Him at your house right now. I dare you to praise Him at your house right now. I dare you to praise Him at your house right now. I dare you to praise Him at your house right now. I dare you to praise Him. I feel like praising Him. I feel like praising Him. Come on, me praise Him. Come on, let's praise Him. Come on, let's Come on, let's praise him. I hey, love yeah. come on, y'all. I feel it, I feel it. Ah. Woo. You, you, you need to help me right here you need to tell somebody I may not have much but I'm going to hold on to what I got I'm going to hold on to my peace right there and I'm going to float where I got to float because I'm going to make it I'm going to make it I don't know about you but I'm going to make it I've decided I'm going to make it Woo! let me get out of here Okay. I know my time is up, y'all. I'm over time. Let me go. You. If you don't have a church home, if you want to be a part of this fantastic ministry, you can see where we're trying to go. We've got a ways to go, but you can see we're opening it up. God's doing a new thing here. We're getting ready for God to bless us. I want you to know we're bringing worship to you. You can become an I member. that's an internet member of Shiloh. You can become a regular member of our church. We'll hold new members classes with you. We are ready to welcome you to our family. If you don't have a church home, you're looking for Jesus, you're looking for a place to celebrate God, we'd like to be your church. Contact us. Information's on the screen. 860-443-6046, extension 110. Please call, we'd love to be in touch with you. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ, call us today. We'd love to lead you into this walk with the Lord. We want to pray with you because we believe God is moving through this medium. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Well, let me tell you something. Wherever you are, you ought to throw your hands up. I thank you, Sister Terry. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I've decided I'm gonna make it. I may not have much, but I'm gonna make it. 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 I see you, Sister Path. I'm gonna make it. I see you, Marquita. Come on. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I see you, Olivia. Come on. Come on, Kathy. I see you, Sharice. I'm gonna make it. I see you, Lashonda. I'm gonna make it. I see you, Joanne. I see you. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta go. I see you. I see you. I see you. I'm gonna make it. I see you, Celestine, I see you. I see you, Sister Gloria. I see you. Woo. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Ooh, I'm going to make it. Oh, oh, No matter what, my life. I your head. Ooh. I, can make it. I know that I. I love you all, brothers and sisters. I love you. I, I'm just praying to God for you. Look, I need you to participate in helping to keep the ministry going. Don't forget to give your tithes and your offerings. Let me tell you, there are three ways to give. Sister Jojo did such a beautiful job that with that today. I remind you again, amen. Beautiful, baby. Uh, I remind you, Givelify, the Cash App, Shiloh N L dollar sign Shiloh N L or mail it in. I need you to participate. If you belong to another church, I want to tell you your tie belongs to your home church, but it doesn't mean you can't give an offering here. So sow a seed into this house right here and give an offering. Show God your love and God will bless you greatly. Amen. Amen. I want you to know the Lord is going to bless you. I want to just pray over those seeds. God, I thank you for people who are giving seed time and harvest. And you promised as long as the earth would remain, there would be such. So God, have your way. Cause our seeds to be planted in good soil and give us the harvest. In your name we pray. Amen.